Welcome to Speaking Out America. I'm Jim Watkins, and I'm very honored to have with us Eric Early. We caught up with him a little while ago and had a great conversation about a lot of things, including how to take down Adam Schiff as we continue on Speaking Out America. This is Eric Early. Eric is a very successful businessman. He is an attorney. He lives in Los Angeles, and he is taking on perhaps the leader of the swamp or the current leader of the swamp in Washington, D.C. He is running. When I found out that Eric Early, who hosts the conversation on this same network, because I listened to you, Eric, and I heard that you were taking on Adam Schiff, I said, I hate him more than any other politician, so I've got to have Eric on. But I'll extend an invitation in the if there's equal time rules. Adam, you're welcome on my show anytime. <laughs> I'm sure he's looking forward to that, right? I got some intel on him that would blow you away. I'll well, tell, tell it to you this it. way. Yeah, I'll tell you about it. Back in the 90s when he was a district attorney for that area, where he was the attorney, there was a lot of shenanigans going on, and he early connected himself with a lot of Hollywood elite producers. This is why people say, why was Adam Schiff so adamant about taking down Donald Trump? Well, it's because Hollywood hates Donald Trump, and Adam Schiff knew that if he was ever going to stand a chance of re-election or support, he works for Rob Reiner. He works for all of those elites, the Netflix guy, everybody else. But he's got a very dark past. And I may share that with Eric, but I want to let him all do all the talking. So how, how is your campaign going? And tell me a little bit about you. Well, Jim, uh, the campaign's going excellent. And uh, uh, just about me, uh, I'm not a politician. As you know, I do that show, The Conversation, Uh five days a week right on CRN, and then it's beamed on radio around uh, the country, various radio stations. I love doing that show. Uh, we talk about uh, many of the cutting-edge issues of the day in ways that um, most of our uh, mainstream media won't even talk about because they're intent on keeping so many Americans in the dark or just uh, bollocksing up our minds. But uh, you know, uh, I run a great law firm. I run a, a nationally recognized law firm. I'm managing partner. We have about 25 lawyers, uh, great clients, uh, practicing courts all around uh, the state and the nation. Before I got into law, I was actually in the film business. I was sent out to California about over three decades ago. I was the uh, post-production supervisor on just about all the G.I. Joe animated shows, Transformers animated shows, Gemini Holograms, My Little Pony. Oh, my. Uh, you name it. I wrote a bunch of, uh, you know, a couple G.I. Joes, a couple Gems, a couple, uh, couple others, and two. And, um, you know, I uh, got a great wife, registered nurse, and we have four kids, three dogs, a cat, turtle, chickens, ducks. So bless life. Don't need politics in my life. But uh, I do this because uh, I love this country very much, and we are under attack internally and externally. So that's a little uh, little take on who I am, and I'm happy to uh, answer any questions you have, Jim. Well, first of all, as a former native L.A. Uh, resident, I can tell you that I totally respect the fact that you're taking on the Democratic political machine. It's not an easy task. So I give you kudos for that. Secondly, uh, you must, as you, there was an uh, article, I think it was in Rutherford Times or something, and there's a man that lives in the Tenderloin District of San Francisco, and he describes how in less than two years, 
uh, his part of town and his city, indeed, San Francisco, was the shining gem of the West. And it's now, what did he describe it? A fourth world country in a first, in a first world country. And he said it took two years. And as an L.A. resident, former L.A. resident, I can tell you that it could take two years for L.A. to, to totally collapse. And I started to see it when I was out before COVID. And I said, this city is going down. I mean, the pockets of decent neighborhoods that are graffiti-free, homeless-free are getting smaller and smaller. It must tear you apart to see your city going to hell. Well, it uh, it. It really uh, upsets me to see what's happening to this entire state and, frankly, what's happening to the country, Jim. Uh, you know, we have uh, a band of uh, – I use a term uh, that Mark Levin uses. He calls them American Marxists. We have a band of American Marxists that have been growing and gathering under the surface for many years, and uh, we didn't know about it, or so many conservatives didn't know about it. We didn't realize there were thousands of uh, – crazed, rage-filled lunatics who were growing and gathering to tear down our country. Uh, it all came to the surface pretty much when uh, the George Floyd situation happened, and now we see what's going on. And out here in California, the uh, that band of American Marxists have taken control of the state, uh, right up to the person I call the Ken Doll, the low-intelligence empty suit, Gavin Newsom. Uh, they've taken over what I've call what I call the Politburo, which is our state legislature, and I call the Politburo because it's one party rule up there. Anything they want, they get. Uh, just like in communist China and uh, and in uh, North Korea and and you name it. And then uh, we see the policies that they've been uh, what they've been doing, the laws they've been passing, and it's it's largely by virtue of the laws they've been passing out of Politburo that Newsom signs that. Uh, have led to the uh, the really this the ongoing destruction of our state in so many ways and you know uh, what you how you describe the tenderloin uh, how you describe what's going on in Los Angeles San Francisco is almost like a no go zone these days for people uh, we're seeing it more and more all around this state and people are fed up and uh, and I'm fed up and uh, it's one of the main reasons I run are they fed up enough to let go of this ideal that it must be a Democrat because let's face it, Adam has a lot of backers. He's got all of the Hollywood, you know, anybody who can bankroll him. He's got Soros probably on his side. who's going to bankroll a little bit. And most voters, you know, and I know tend to be, you know, they don't think about it till it's a month or two before election day. So the number of signs on any given on sidewalks or lawns are really going to have more of an impact. How do you capture uh, the first of all, the conservative party and convince them that you have the gravitas to win? And two, how do you compete against a behemoth like the Democratic Party for a person who has been serving his, his people, uh, albeit in dark ways, for over 20 years? Well, listen, uh, first of all, uh, I'm very blessed because I'm supported by the vast majority of the conservatives in this state. This is not my first race. I ran for attorney general last election. I got 1,200,000 votes around the state of California, uh, mostly uh, conservatives. Our state party, the state Republican Party, unfortunately, has a split in it. Uh, you have the uh, the grassroots, the conservatives, the vast majority support me, and I think they're fabulous. Uh, and then you have a more mainstream side that unfortunately sort of runs the party. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're the ones that... Uh, 
I'm, I'm, you know, I have a harder time getting on my side, the more mainstream ones. You know, I, 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 I have uh, conservative principles. I'm not going to back down on them. And I, uh, and I am not, uh, the kind of quote-unquote Republican that some of the more mainstream people want to see that uh, sort of, uh, you know, have an R next to your name, but will talk like a Democrat in the hope that somehow the media, the mainstream media will uh, like you, and that'll never happen. So I'm not no. one of those party people. So, you know, so from the conservatives, thank God I've got the conservative base. The others, uh, we'll see if they'll come to me. As far as the piece of garbage, the national disgrace, the danger to the nation known as Adam Schiff, um, you know, I ran against him before. I ran against him for Congress about, uh, well, two election cycles ago when he was going through the um, impeachment process mm -hmm. uh, with Donald Trump. And, you know, and and sort of the uh, the way that all came together was, you know, President Trump had just gotten elected. And then I'm watching these shows on on uh, Sunday morning when I used to watch them and I don't watch them anymore because I don't trust those people. Yeah. And um, they were throwing him softballs and he's on there saying, oh, Donald Trump only got elected because he got he colluded with Russians and I've got evidence and all this stuff. And I'm, I'm looking at the guy and I live in the district here, his district, and uh I didn't have classified information or anything, but I knew the guy was lying to all our faces. Yeah, and I knew this media that was throwing him softballs was helping him lie to our faces. So of course, I went. I went to my wife. I said, you know, I think I got to run against this guy. Spoke to people I knew in various places. My family jumped in that race. There were seven or eight of us in the primary. I got elected into the top two on primary night. Became sort of a national election. Uh, we raised four and a half million dollars to run against him. Uh, if you believe the vote, I lost the race. But um, listen, we can take him down. The state of California uh, is not Adam Schiff's district. Adam Schiff's district. He, he has he has no groundswell of support in this state. He gets his support out of the district. So as bad as the voting demographics are in the state of California, if you're a conservative, uh, this district has West Hollywood and yeah. Hollywood and those mm -hmm. things. And, and that's, that's his primary base of support. Yeah. We're going to beat Adam Schiff. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We're talking with Eric Early. He is running against Adam Schiff in California for the U.S. Senate attorney. I am curious about your early days in Hollywood. That's kind of interesting. Uh, my dad was a graphic artist, so I'm always interested in that kind of stuff, animation. We'll come back. We'll talk more about Adam Schiff and more about you. I am Jim Watkins, and we will continue. I'm so happy to have on Eric Early. you got to check out his show. He's on CRN1, just like me. Uh, but he uh, also does other things, too. He's an attorney. He's been an attorney. He's run against Adam Schiff before. Now he's taking him on in the Senate for the Senate seat. And we were just talking, you know, back in the 80s, because I grew up in L.A., Eric, and I, I knew a lot of people. Uh, I was in uh, the acting scene for a little while. And I would always hear about these wild stories of Adam Schiff going to these producer parties, and they would invite a lot of male prostitutes. And I heard one interesting story Adam frequently would drive down Sunset Boulevard in a black car looking for male prostitutes. And I said, ah, and of course, I didn't know who Adam Schiff was at the time. The reason he has been so successful. For, and I thought, what do they have on him? Anything you know about any of that? Well, you know, there have been rumors floating around, serious rumors floating around about Schiff for a long time out here. I think he's a, well, I, I, he's clearly sick, twisted, and demented. 
I've heard many of the rumors of uh, that he might be a pedophile. I want to be clear that I have nothing against the LGBTQ community. I have friends in that community, uh, but that's separate from somebody who's a pedophile, obviously. Right. And, you know, I, I've just heard the rumors about him. When you watch Schiff, you look at Schiff, you, you pretty much, you know you're looking at somebody that's twisted, uh, and you're listening to somebody that's twisted. My theory, frankly, for whatever it's worth, is that um, I believe that there's all kinds of bad, dark, and ugly Schiff on uh, stuff on Adam Schiff out there. And frankly, I believe that those in the permanent government that have access to that information, uh, I believe Schiff basically made a deal with the devil. I, be, I believe they said to him, listen, we'll keep you in power. We'll, go, we'll give you uh, all the, everything you want. You just need to uh, lead the effort to take down Donald Trump. You can lie all you want. We'll make sure that the media supports you. And we will just scrub your entire uh, deep, dark history. And we've got all the information on you, Schiff. You just follow uh, our script. And uh, and we will uh, we will uh, guarantee you success politically, and we will uh, rub out your history, your dark history. So it's something like that. But um, listen, he the bottom line is beyond all of that. Okay, we need a change in this state. Adam Schiff's politics are flat out far left American Marxist. Okay, he claims he's fighting for democracy. What is he really fighting for? First of all, he, he was one of the leaders of a soft coup of a duly elected president of the United States. Okay, That is not somebody who fights for democracy. He is fighting to pack the, the Supreme Court so that, the, so that, that his one, idea of one-party rule will be able to overcome the Supreme Court as well. He wants to see 16-year-olds vote in this country now because he knows that most kids that age will vote uh, with along with one party. He wants to, uh, he supports the making of Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico into states because he knows that will bring four more Democrat senators into the U.S. Senate and completely control the uh, U.S. Senate uh, for one party forever. He will do whatever he can to impact and affect uh, and, and cause elections to be thrown, frankly. So he is somebody who is a danger to the nation. He is doing whatever he can to turn this into a one-party nation. That is communist China. That is North Korea. That is Venezuela. And that is this character Schiff, who one of his mantras is, is that he's fighting for democracy. We will defeat him. And I need to be very clear, Jim, he's not the only one I'm against. There's three of these very far left I'm against in this Senate race. There's Schiff, there's another, there are two other Congress uh, women that I'm against too. A woman named Katie Porter, who proudly calls herself a progressive, which in English means communist. And then you have this woman, uh, Barbara Lee, up from Oakland, who uh, she's another one, and if she uh, if she doesn't have pictures of Karl Marx and Fidel yeah. Castro hanging in her living room, I'd be shocked. So, uh, listen, we're we're taking the fight to them, and the only major poll there have been a number of polls taken. The most credible poll taken in this race since I got in it about uh, three months ago has me leading the three of them. And people say, well, yeah, there's three Democrats and you're the Republican. Eric, of course, you know, they're going to split their votes, which is fine. Uh, let them split their votes. My first focus right now is getting into the top two on primary night on April 5th, uh, rather on March 5th. And that's, we 
firmly believe that's going to happen. And just so you know, Jim, uh, given the, some of the polls we've been seeing uh, with, with respect to Schiff and those two others, uh, oftentimes he comes in after Katie Porter. And so it is not out of the question that on primary night in America or in California, which I believe is Super Tuesday in America, March 5th, yeah. uh, Eric Early, me, will be uh, in the top two. And it's very possible Adam Schiff will not be in the top two. Oh, I'd love to see that. Which would mean that as of mm-hmm. March, as of March Schiff, Schiff will be a garner from our government. Yeah, he'd be a lame duck for a few more months till November, and he'd be gone. And so, uh, this is something. One of the things I'm working very hard to do, and my team is working very hard to do it. And so many great patriots all around our state and our nation are supporting me in this. All right. So uh, just as a footnote to what we were talking about before, everybody remembers the name Ed Buck. He was a guy who was in that sort of inner circle we were talking about before, that dark closet circle of uh, Hollywood pedophiles. And he was charged with two murders. He murdered his male prostitutes. So that's the kind of level of corruption that is sometimes just underneath the surface. And it concerns me that Adam might have some tendrils uh, in that, that area. Adam, now- Schiff, Adam Schiff was a good friend of Ed Buck. Ed Buck is now doing life in prison. Ed Buck is a sick and twisted man, many in many respects, uh, uh, in in a, in a manner that people believe that Adam Schiff is a sick and twisted man, and uh, Ed Buck was incarcerated because he would lure uh, young black men to his apartment in West Hollywood, uh, people, uh, guys, men who were down on their luck financially, and he'd pay him uh, money. And in exchange, he would inject huge amounts of narcotics and other kinds of drugs, as I understand it, in their bodies. And two of them died in his apartment. And this is Adam Schiff's friend. Mm -hmm. And it was in Adam Schiff's uh, district, too. So uh, interesting. Very interesting. So, okay, now we know we've got a a couple of minutes left, got two minutes. What What is the most important thing to you right now in restoring... Uh, this this government away from the progressive ideologies that 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 Biden has inflicted upon us as a U.S. senator. What are your two top priorities? Listen, I'm a common sense conservative. I'm fighting to get this country back for all America. And frankly, we have to rid our government of these flat out far left American Marxists that have done their long march for the institutions taken over uh, this country. But uh, you know, two top priorities. Uh, I want to I want to do everything I can to stop this increasing and ongoing inflation. We have to protect the people again who are being killed financially, and uh, and I believe we have to uh, declare communist China an enemy of the nation because they are an enemy of the nation. And there is a soft, ongoing, underlying sort of takeover of our country by our nation's greatest enemy. Hey, will you promise me? I know you're you're busy and you're going to get busier, but I, I you have an open invitation. And Adam Schiff has an open invitation, too, for the record. But I want to have you back on, and and I want to do whatever I can to help raise awareness of what you're trying to do, trying to undo the wrongs. Eric Early, I appreciate you uh, joining me on Speaking Out America. All right, Jim, and all your listeners can go to ericearly.com, E-R-I-C-E-A-R-L-Y.com. Any amount, donate, please. Schiff and those other two have been raising millions. They've been doing that for years. We need your help. $10, $25, $50, $10, $25, $50, it adds up. Thanks again, Jim. Be happy to come back. 